baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Looks like a beautiful day to take a drive. What do you say we jump in the car, we can put the sunroof wide open and roll down the windows, head on down the highway. This is the drive at five. Seven minutes past five o'clock as county police have charged one man in a morning shooting in Swissvale. That shooting happened about 2.12 this morning. Swissvale police and paramedics responding to Noble Street for the report of two people being shot. First responders arriving on scene, two adult male victims had suffered gunshot wounds. One victim transported to an area hospital listed in stable condition. The other victim taken to an area hospital listed in critical condition. The third male drove himself to an area hospital suffering from gunshot wounds listed in stable condition. Now detectives from the Allegheny County Police Homicide Unit responding to that scene and they initiated an investigation. Through it, it was determined that a third male who drove himself to the hospital was the person responsible for shooting the victim. He's been identified as 36-year-old Brian Perkins Giles of Carrick. Detectives have obtained an arrest warrant for Perkins Giles, charging him with two counts of criminal attempted homicide, two counts of aggravated assault, one count or a person not to possess a firearm, and one count of carrying a firearm without a license. That wasn't the only shooting, however, in and around Pittsburgh, as one was killed in an Oakland bar and another person was wounded. Pittsburgh police responding to that report of the shooting around 1.30 in the 300 block of North Craig Street near Chief's Cafe, where police found one man dead inside the bar and another wounded on the sidewalk. Wounded man taken to the hospital where he was in stable condition. The identity of the person killed has yet to be released. Pittsburgh school board member says he does not have faith, his words, in the district's ability to keep students and staff safe after a deadly shooting outside Oliver Citywide Academy. The school director, Kevin Carter, whose district includes Oliver, released a statement this week after 16-year-old Derek Harris was killed outside a Northside Special Education School. His Oliver classmate, 15-year-old Jamir Perry has been charged. The most recent shooting is the third egregiously violent incident at Oliver Citywide on the watch of Superintendent Walters and his administration, said Carter. There is no time for complacency and inaction. These are serious issues and they must be addressed swiftly. Literally, the lives of our children depend on it, said Carter. State Senator Doug Mastriano saying that he will not run for U.S. Senate at this time in an announcement that is certain to be a relief for some in the Republican Party who considered him a surefire general election loser against Senator Bob Casey. Mastriano made the announcement on Facebook Live less than a year after a double-digit loss as he ran for the governor's mansion. For several weeks beforehand, Mastriano, who is a U.S. Army veteran, first elected to the state legislature in 2019, had teased his potential entry into the 2024 Republican Senate primary. However, he has decided instead 
uh, from his base in Franklin County that he is going to uh, continue to focus on what's going on in Harrisburg, where he believes that he can continue to make a bigger difference for Pennsylvania. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has repeatedly warned that without an increase in the debt ceiling, the United States would run out of cash to pay the bills. However, today... She moved the deadline. It had been June 1st, but today the Treasury Secretary said, nope, after looking at things more carefully, it's June 5th, which actually gives President Biden and the House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and their negotiators a little bit more time to reach an agreement. Republicans are demanding that any deal that is cut has to also cut federal spending in exchange for raising that debt ceiling. Sources were optimistic yesterday that a deal was close. Now, Fitch ratings put America's AAA long-term foreign currency issuer default rating on a negative watch. So some of the credit rating agencies are saying the U.S. is better uh, get things in line based on how close they seem to be calling things right now. The winner of a historic $2 billion Powerball has been sued. The winner of California's record $2.04 billion Powerball last year is being sued by a man who claims the ticket was stolen from him before the winning numbers were revealed. Edwin Castro won the record-setting prize in a November draw, identified in February at the time. He said he was shocked and ecstatic and chose to accept the jackpot in a lump sum payment of just a shade under a billion dollars. The same month he was identified, a man named Jose Rivera Vera filed a civil complaint in a superior court claiming the jackpot should be his. The suit was filed against Castro, the California State Lottery Commission, the state of California, and a man named uh, Romero, whom Rivera accused of taking his ticket. Rivera says he purchased a lottery ticket for that Powerball drawing on November 7th at Joe's Service Center in Altadena, California, one day before the draw, according to the complaint. But that same day, Rivera alleges that Romero stole the ticket. The complaint did not detail how that alleged theft happened. After the ticket was allegedly stolen, Rivera made numerous requests and demands to return it, but Romero refused, according to a complaint. The United States is accusing Russia's Wagner Group mercenaries of fueling the war in Sudan. Russian mercenary outfit Wagner Group sending surface-to-air missiles to one of the sides in the Sudan war, fueling the conflict and destabilizing the region. That is according to the Treasury Department announcing sanctions against the Wagner commander. Wagner's role in Sudan is in part of a growing presence in Africa and undercutting U.S. and French influence and profiting off African countries' mining wealth with the proceeds helping to fund Russia's war in Ukraine, say the experts. Wagner's had a presence in Sudan since 2017, providing security services and overseeing gold mining concessions there. The Treasury Department said the Wagner Group has been supplying Sudan's rapid support forces with surface-to-air missiles to fight against Sudan's army, contributing to a prolonged armed conflict that only results in further chaos in that region. And finally today, congratulations to a record holder who is just 12 years old. As last week, he became the youngest person to ever graduate from California's Fullerton College. Clovis Hung, who started college when he was nine, 
said his decision to enroll was motivated by a sense of friendly competition. He said he heard about Fullerton alum Jack Rico, who at 13 set the previous record as the college's youngest graduate, and so he thought he would try to match that accomplishment. I also wanted to be the youngest graduate, he said. I didn't expect to beat him. On Saturday, Hung walked across the stage in a cap and gown alongside fellow Fullerton graduates, most all of them at least a decade older than he is. He was awarded five Associate of Arts degrees, five degrees, one in history, one in social sciences, one in social behavior and self-development, arts and human expression, and science and mathematics. He says he plans to pursue another one next year. Hung enrolled at Fullerton through the school's special admit program, which admits students of any age to take courses for college credit. Now, according to the press release by the school, Hung's mom combined his college classes with a homeschooling curriculum to best meet his academic endeavors and needs. Clovis is super inquisitive, mature, diligent, self-disciplined, highly motivated, said his mom. He's also very curious and traditional public schools could not satisfy his curiosity. Therefore, his best option was college. Fullerton College, 12-year-old, graduates with five, five degrees. I think we all need to pick up the pace just a little bit, don't you? It's 515. That's today's Drive at 5 on KDKA. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.